Hey guys, welcome back to a, another episode of Sheepdog Country. This is your man, Big Country, and um, just letting you know to, uh, if you like it, follow, subscribe, do all that stuff, hit us up with a comment, and uh, or email us, sheepdogcountryaz at gmail.com, to uh, give us some topics to talk about. We love talking about your topics. Hey guys, today this is another episode of testimony tuesday and i'm here with a very good buddy of my of mine um former well i would say former we're we're still in the war together <laughs> just, just, we we just uh we just have uh different squads now i guess yeah there you go. <laughs> um he, he's a youth pastor at lifelink church that i used to be a part of and love that church and love everybody there and um we're just going to talk, uh, he, he's going to talk about his testimony and, uh, and to see you know, how far God has brought him through his life. And uh, he's really an awesome man of God and want to see what uh, what the story will do for you. Because I know a little bit of it, I, a, a good bit of it, but um, but it's such a good story. And uh, anyways, Josh, uh, take it away, man. Let's yeah. See. Well, thanks so much for that uh, introduction, uh, Keith. Um, yeah, I've known Keith for a long time since I was in high school. You know, we grew up, uh, or I guess not grew up, but we were part of the same church and youth group and served as youth leaders for years and years under our youth pastor, uh, Pastor Carrie. And uh, yeah, but um, I'd love to share my testimony. I feel honored um, that you asked me to come out and share that. And so thank you for that. But yeah, so um, I I grew up in church. Um, I was born in Dallas, Texas. Um, yeah, boy. <laughs> we're both Texas boys. I'm more of an Arizona city boy, though. I grew up mostly in Arizona. But Yeah, you can um, tell that about the skinny jeans. That's <laughs> all good. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so I grew up in church. My I come from a family, you know, uh, who was raised in church their whole life as well. And so, you know, church was always really familiar to me. Um, but, you know, um, when I was about two years old, uh, my parents got divorced. Uh, my dad, you know, left my mom. And so she was a single mom. She had me as a, you know, well, I guess I was one and a half, I should say. And then my brother was about six weeks old. So we just really linked up with our grandparents. They were moving to New Mexico. They were going to be pastors at a church, a small church in New Mexico for about a year. And then they moved to Arizona, and we just kind of followed them from there. And so grew up in Arizona. Um, again, stayed connected in church. And you know, my testimony really started taking off. I, I would say about elementary school um, is when kind of the craziness of my life really started to, uh, uh, the chaos of my life, I should say, should really started to show up. Uh, my mom, you know, got um, kind of hooked on some things um, with drugs and stuff like that. And really, um, we lost our house, lost kind of everything. And, but, you know, by the grace of God, my grandparents were there to take my brother and I in and, you know, just raise us for about four and a half years. And uh, that was all throughout junior high and then the first two years of my high school life. And, you know, during that time, I remember I was um, really kind of like all the messiness of my life really started to show. I was really angry, really upset um, about how my life was going, where I was at, you know, felt like it wasn't fair that first my dad left and then now I'm not with my mom. And I was real bitter. 
really angry and just really upset. And so I, I was at church every Sunday uh, and didn't really care to be there <laughs> and uh, was, you know, probably like, you know, a lot of people who were there who've gone through similar things, but, you know, seeing the songs, clap my hands, but just felt nothing. And, you know, it, it, it was a long journey of that, of just really feeling disconnected, really feeling frustrated. All the while, my grandma was, you know, teaching my brother and I um, the importance of prayer, the importance of, you know, reading our Bibles, and, you know, prayed with us every night, and we would pray for my mom and believe that our, our mom would, you know, get free from the grip that drugs had on her at that time. And, um, and then eventually when we were in, I was a freshman in high school, uh, my grandparents felt a shift um, from the church that they were at and they felt like they needed something different. So we went to a church um, in Tempe and got connected to um, a man named Pastor Dave, uh, Pastor David Wright, and then his wife, Pastor Cherie Wright. They were um, associate pastors over a church in Tempe. And um, shortly after we got there, you know, um, they transitioned out of that church, and then they went and planted um, LifeLink Church, which is the church that I'm still a part of now. And it was amazing because my grandparents felt, you know, hey, I, we feel like God's calling us to, you know, go with them and to be a part of this church plant. No idea that churches got planted, no idea any of that stuff. I was just, you know, freshman, I was just like, okay, whatever. <laughs> and so um, it was during that time, though, um, my first year at LifeLink where God really started to become real to me. Um, my mom got delivered from addiction to drugs during that time, started to get her life back on track. And I really saw the power of answered prayer happen real time in my life. Things that we were believing for for years. You know, we watched God move in my mom's life and her heart. And that really spoke to me as a young guy. And then the amazing thing, um, not having a dad in my life um, up until that point, um, we started to, my brother and I um, started to go and start helping set up at the church. And uh, man, you can't really get two uh, 15 and 14 year old young boys to uh, get excited about waking up early on a Saturday morning and going and setting up at a church. But my grandma looked at us and said, you guys can help. And so we were there. <laughs> and so during that time, what was so amazing is the men of the church really started to pour into us. You know, they'd come pick us up, you know, bring us to um, to help set up, you know, get us lunch, just really speak life into Make us. Make you recite the Ten Commandments. Yeah, my pastor, <laughs> Pastor Dave, uh, he, you know, being in the car, his little geo prism that he had at the time, you know, he um, just one day was like, hey, we're going to work on memorizing the Ten Commandments. And I was like, ah, I never memorized anything. So this is going to be interesting. <laughs> and, uh, but what I didn't know at that time was God was bringing men in my life, specifically uh, my pastor, Pastor Dave, um, to really um, be a father to me. And um, it just really changed my life. And so I started to feel more open to church, started feeling more open to God. And that's really when God started ministering to me, started to um, show himself to me uh, through his word, 
through you know powerful experiences I would have at church, um, the messages. I, I really started falling in love with just being at church in general, and being really passionate about. I just I just want to be there whenever I can because I feel God every time I'm there, and you know that journey really all throughout high school. Eventually, what was amazing is um, my mom, after she got, you know, delivered from, you know, the drug addiction that kind of gripped her life for a couple years, you know, she got her life back on track. She paid off all her debt. She got her life, you know, really back on track. And it was all because God was right there in the middle of her situation. And she was really surrendered to God in that moment. And yeah, and, and so she got a house in Chandler, which is just down the street from my grandparents. So we, my brother and I got to be um, get back with her. We got to live with her again. That was um, in the middle of my sophomore year. So from, you know, the middle of sixth grade to my sophomore year was not with her, but then now I was back with her. And so it was just, again, so cool how God was right in the middle of that whole thing, growing my faith, revealing himself to me during that time. And then, you know, starting to build back a relationship with my mom. And uh, my mom's doing great now, by the way. She's um, got remarried, has a phenomenal job, you know, serves in our church. And her husband is an amazing man of God, loves God with all his heart, is a great um, papa to my kids. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so anyway, so I'm, I'm in the middle of my sophomore year, junior year hits. And um, I feel just start, I start to feel like, okay, I want to be more involved at church. So I just start showing up to our church office, which conveniently was right across the street from my high school. <laughs> so it was a, it was an easy walk, but um, I just started showing up and I just, I don't know why, but I just said, Hey, whatever you, uh, whatever you need me to do, I'm, I'm here for it. I want to, I want to help however I can start to fold bulletins started to, you know, just do, you know, little, little things like that, wherever I could serve and, um, just kept showing up. And so they kept giving me things to do. And, uh, really without maybe realizing it at the time, God was really shaping my heart, um, for ministry and shaping my passion and revealing parts of my purpose, um, during that time. And what was so cool during that time is, you know, Obviously, our senior pastors were there, but our youth pastor, Pastor Kerry, Pastor Megan, they were there too. And again, those little pockets of time where I, I just showed up, they got to pour into me, got to speak life into me, they got to teach me things about church, about ministry, about why we do things the way we do. And I just kept showing up. I just kept saying yes to to whatever they wanted me to do. And eventually that yes led to more and more things, started helping um, do one of our junior high life groups at our youth pastor's house with our youth pastor, which was so fun. And then eventually he said, Hey, I want you to do this with, you know, someone else who was um, a part of our church. Um, another pastor now at our church. And we just led this little life group and, you know, growing, you know, those little things, you know, uh, it was like, it felt like day after day, week after week, month after month, just kept saying yes. And eventually I, I, uh, I really had no idea and no direction, um, when I was in high school of what I wanted to do, still kind of, you know, dealing with some, some of the hurts from my past and everything and never really saw a ton of value in myself. Um, and so I just kind of did what everyone else was doing. They, um, we were all going to our community college to sign up for classes to see what we wanted to do. And I was like, Hey, you know what? I like history. 
and I think I could be a teacher. So uh, I guess I'll be a history teacher. <laughs> so signed up for all the kind of the course of that and started doing that. And a year into that, um, had a real uh, breakthrough moment with God. I was working on um, my a project I was working on for school. I just could not stand it. I, I did not like what I was doing. And I was frustrated because I was like, this is what I'm supposed to do, but I'm not enjoying this. I'm, I don't want to do this. It's it's draining. It's annoying. All those things, right? And then um, I was working with our junior high uh, ministry at that time and just volunteering. And uh, my youth pastor asked me to you know prepare a message and to speak and um, which was just crazy. But I remember I started working on that and I started just to feel just fulfillment and excitement and joy. And I remember I was sitting on my couch on, on Estrella Drive, Chandler, Arizona, and I sat back and I said, God, why is this so enjoyable for me to do? And then I looked at my, you know, my teaching school stuff, my community college work, and I literally, I remember pointing at it and said, and I don't like doing this. And as I looked back, at my, you know, Bible and my message I was working on, I heard God so clearly say, because that's what I've called you to do. And it was in that moment, I, it, that moment on my couch changed everything. When God said, I'm calling you to ministry, I dropped out of what I was doing at, in community college. And I just said, whatever it takes, I, I want to follow what God is calling me to do. And so I signed up for our school of ministry at our church. And I said, look, I have no idea what what layer God's asking me to do, but I know he said, this is what I've called you to do, called you to be in ministry. And so I just said yes. And so jumped into our school of ministry, um, did that for a year. Probably um, God was still, <laughs> still working on things in my heart during that whole time. Uh, and then uh, afterwards uh, did our internship at our church, and then I really felt the call. I'm like, okay, I'm supposed to go to Bible school. Yeah, it was a good year. I think uh, Keith here was uh, with me there. Yeah. but um, And then I felt the call to really go to Bible school. And so when I said that, that excited my grandparents um, and my mom. So um, fast forward then, um, I'm deciding on what Bible school to go to. Our church had just launched um, a Bible school. Um, they were an extension of Life Christian University. You can have it kind of be housed out in your church and like with their curriculum really great um but i was like okay um maybe i should do that because i'm already here at the church and you know that that seems like a great next step then my grandparents were like no 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 hang on you got to go to the school in texas where we went to bible school and um it was called christ for the nations it's a great bible college but yeah, huge, huge, huge in Dallas. If if you're familiar with the Dallas area, I met Pastor Kerry at Crouch for the Nation. There you go, there you go. And so they flew me out there. They went with me. I got to sit in on some classes. They were like, "Hey, we're going to get you a car. We're going to get you, you know, set up. You can." Um, my mom was actually moving to Texas um, for this amazing job opportunity that she had, and I remember thinking, "This this is great." God is literally setting me up to go to this amazing Bible college. I'm going to meet amazing people there. This is going to be so phenomenal. And then the second I prayed, God, where do you want me to go? He made it so clear. He's like, it's not the college in Texas. You are supposed to stay right where you are at your church. 
you're planted. And I, it's so cool because, and then I got this like confirmation. I was dating this girl at the time. Her name was Tiffany. Spoiler alert. I married her too, by the way. Um, and, uh, and her, her mom says, you know, it makes sense. I, I got this vision where she said, you know, it doesn't make sense. You're planted. I don't think God wants you to, to uproot yourself and put your plant in another soil. I think you're supposed to stay right there. And this is before, like I even told her that, like I was even thinking about it or what I wanted to do, anything like that. And so I was like, that's interesting. So anyway, like I said, I know I'm kind of probably a lot of this seems pretty scattered. So I apologize if it feels like that. But, um, but I remember I'm going to my grandparents and saying, you know, I prayed and I, I feel God is calling me to stay right here at this church and to go to this Bible college. And, you know, they were angry or anything like that, but they were, you know, challenging me a little bit and saying like, no, 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 this is the Bible school you need to go to. You need to go to Texas. This is going to be great. All this stuff. And I just, it was one of the first times where I felt like, man, like God's speaking to me and I got to, I got to trust his voice in my life. And so I just leaned in and I just said, yes. I said, God, I'm just going to say yes. I don't even know how it's going to work, but I'm just going to say yes. That's so scary. It is so scary. (laughs) Because not only are you you're kind of standing up against your grandparents for probably the first time in your life. For sure. But you're also turning down free car, free like yeah, the, the the ride to go to about I'd tell you if I'd been offered that when I was twenty, I Yeah. I might not have prayed. I oh, might have yeah. just been like Poof. And it was so it what was crazy is because it was like, of course this is God because he's gonna give me a car, he's gonna give me a place to live. Um, they're going to pay for the school. Like, this is great. But I'm so happy that I listened to God Amen. because it was in, in, by the way, when I stayed, it was not easy. I had to work a full-time job. At, I worked at um, a movie theater called Harkins Theater. Basically and, ran it. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. But, he was owning Harkins. No, that's no. not it. <laughs> but, you know, I was a manager at that theater. And it was a, a it was a struggle. It was hard work to get through that that season of my life. But I'm so happy I stayed because of the opportunities that and the doors that got opened up while I was here. I ended up marrying um, my girlfriend at the time, Tiffany, and we've been married almost 11 years this August. I got opportunity to be a part of our so many layers of our church. Um, when it comes to ministry, uh, it was uh, in kids ministry, in preteen ministry, junior high ministry, high school ministry, and eventually um, so blessed and so honored to be able to serve at our church in full-time ministry. And God unlocked all of these doors because I just stayed and said yes. And if I wouldn't have stayed, and if I wouldn't have said yes, not that I don't, I don't. I just. I don't know where that journey would have gone. I could have gone around the mountain a couple of times before I would have got back to where God had called me to be. But I knew where God was calling me, and so my response every time where He was calling me was yes. And so I'm so happy I did because it got me to the place where I ultimately believe He wants me to be. Um, I have been at Lifelink Church since I was 15 years old. I'm about to be 33 this year, and. There has not been one time where I've doubted God, you know, 
is this really where you've called me? I know that this is where God has called me to be. I know this is where he's planted me to be. Is it hard sometimes? For sure. Is ministry challenging sometimes? Absolutely. But when you know where God has called you and when you say yes to where he calls you and you take roots and or take roots when you root yourself in where God's called you and allow yourself to grow and be pastored and uh, be discipled he is and and keep saying yes God is just going to do so much work and transformation in your life and that's what I've experienced over my ever since I was uh, in six the end of sixth grade all the way until now when I'm in, uh, I'm 33. I opened up my heart to God and I just said yes to him and I watched him transform my life from the inside out continuously. Dude, that's <laughs> so good. <laughs> I told you I was going to be good. Um, and I, I love the, the message of just saying, leaning in and giving your yes to God yeah. because he that's such a perfect example of it um and really there's so many people we could that both of us a lot that he mentioned that really taught us how to lean in and say yes to god shout out pastor Gary, pastor megan pastor day pastor street (laughs) love all four of them yes i mean uh pastor ron charlotte uh, oh, yeah. The Pastor <laughs> <laughs> Um We we grew up in uh, in a, a season together that was really cool. Yeah. Uh, I met Josh. I think it was that junior year. So right after things started to yeah. turn back around. Yeah. And and it was later that uh, your brother kind of had that decision point. Yeah. And so um, his, his brother's awesome too, and. Um, and he's serving the Lord, and hopefully we'll get him on here one day and get his side of the Russell household. <laughs> oh, and shout he's out. He's a lot closer to you, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's, he, uh, Josh had to drive out to Egypt to come <laughs> to the, do the podcast. But, um, yeah, guys, uh, please, uh, if you have any any questions, any uh, follow-up stuff, hit us up. And... Uh, I'll get maybe I'll travel up to Josh and get him to uh, back up some of the stuff. One thing I wanted to ask you the story you didn't tell that I remember from maybe your maybe your senior year of high school, the pillow, the walking around the pillow. Mm-hmm. Do you remember this? Mm-hmm. I can't remember what it was, but I remember the story you're telling. I can't remember what it was about. Yeah. Um, so again. When God ever challenges you to do something, especially in the comfort of your own home, I always just say, go ahead and do it. No matter how ridiculous no matter it is. how ridiculous it might be. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was in my room when I was in high school. I think it was either my senior year or junior year. And we were in a time where I think we were intentionally like praying and fasting um, as a church. And I remember I was praying in my room. And I just had worship music on, and I felt like God said, put a pillow in the middle of your room. 
I was like, okay, interesting. And so I put a pillow in the middle of my room. This is going to make me sound like a huge weirdo, but that's that's okay. Sometimes God challenges you to do something, and uh, it might it might look a little weird. And uh, he and I and I was just reading recently in that in that time the the moment in the Bible where Joshua and the Israelites they walk around you know Jericho seven times, and so I felt like God said, hey, there's going to be something I do that's going to break. But I want you to walk around um, your pillow seven times, and so I walked around seven times. It wasn't, you know, it doesn't take a, a lot of effort to walk around a pillow seven times. But um, I was like, okay, God, I'll listen to this. And so on the seventh time, I just felt the presence of God just like hit me so strong in that moment, and I remember just like dropping to my knees, and it was just such a cool moment of obedience. It was a cool moment where God just showed up and almost blessed a moment of where I said yes to him, saying yes to something so ridiculous and maybe maybe even a little outlandish, maybe a little out there. But again, like I said, it was in the comfort of my own room, so it wasn't that hard to say yes to. But yeah, I remember that moment um, where God showed up and just like it just felt like a rush of his spirit just like hit me and I felt him so close in that moment. Dude. I just had to get that story out there because <laughs> I remember when you came. I was like, "He told you to do what?" <laughs> it was so crazy. But uh, man, again, Josh, thank you for doing this, and uh, we got another one coming at you um, probably Thursday, and uh, we're gonna be talking about how to minister to Gen Z and everything that that encompasses so <laughs> guys uh we love you keep being sheepdog out there talk to you later thanks for having me